Hello, welcome to Studio Stories on Amherst Island Radio. I'm your host, Lynn Waiminga, and on this program I take you on a Canadian art tour, starting here on Amherst Island and going beyond. Every episode we visit a different studio and talk to artists and artisans about their work, their beginnings, and more. We'll update cjai.ca slash studio stories with images of or links to our guests' work and sites, so be sure to take a look. This is Lynn Waiminga. You're listening to Studio Stories on Amherst Island Radio. And today we're in the studio of artist Susan Friesen here on Amherst Island. Hi, Susan. Hi there. How's it going today? It's going very well. It's the first day of spring. Yeah, this is a good day to be here. So uh, for people who don't know you and your work, what, what do you do? Well, when people ask me what I do, I say I move rocks. <laughs> Which why, I do. Why do you say that? Because I do. I move all the rocks on the, on the yard. And Keith Miller once said to me, yes, you move them here, and people move them there. And that's what I do. That's what you do. And then in the winter, I paint. Right. So you are coming out of the painting, moving to the moving rocks part of your... Uh... No, the rocks are just summer job. <laughs> okay. So I know of your work from studio tour I think it was eight years ago that I took my son on when he was five or six and uh, have been an admirer ever since but I'm most familiar with your flowers series which I don't know if that's a very recent thing Um, no I've always done flowers I do a variety of things the flowers are always there as the birds are always there Um, landscapes I used to do a lot of landscapes but I'm not crazy about doing landscapes anymore I think I never say never but for now I won't do any more landscapes for a while and gardens I do gardens yeah nice so Susan have you done this all your life or did you get started in art late I probably got started in art late I except that I have drawn my whole life as most kids do I guess I just never stopped I studied maths in university and got married and had children and started moving back and forth across the country and didn't work. And then when my youngest was two, I decided I, it was time to go back to school. And I thought, I don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to be a teacher. Maybe I'll just go to art school. And I did. And after that, I worked for a couple of years in Toronto working on textiles. And then we moved again and we moved to the States this time. And I could not work there because I didn't have, I was an H4 alien, and I couldn't work. And, but the house was huge, and it had a studio. And I said, okay, I'm going to start painting. And that's what I did. I just painted. Nice. And because the opportunity presented itself. Yep. It w- well, what else was I going to do? I couldn't yeah. work, and my kids were gone all day, and it was a large house, and it was beautiful property. And I started painting, and, and there was a state fair in Minnesota that had fabulous art. So the second summer I was there, I entered a painting. I entered two paintings, and I had galleries approach me. My first two paintings I'd ever first done, I had galleries. I had five galleries come to me, and I chose one, and I went with, with Suzanne Cohn for all the years I was in Minnesota until she got a, she had a, an aneurysm and had to give up her work, her gallery work. But, uh, and then we moved here. <laughs> so 
you moved, oh, well, back to Canada? Back to Canada, right. back to Toronto first. I right. kept a gallery in, in Minnesota for a while, but it got very complicated taking things across the border. Yeah. And every time I went, it seemed to change the rules. Oh, no. And once I had to turn around, come back with all the artwork. Oh, no. It was very upsetting. Yeah. And I thought, okay. I went across a couple times with small paintings mm -hmm. that I hid in the trunk of the car and said, I'm just going to visit my kids. And so now I just paint here. That must have been nerve wracking. It was it was it was terrible. It was terrible. And every and it was two days before the opening and and they, they couldn't get a hold of everybody. So people came and he hauled out old paintings and it was just oh, no. wild. Yeah. But so yeah. That, and then you were in Toronto and, and, or were you in Toronto? You were back in Canada. Back in Toronto for a couple of years. And then we bought here. But Eric stayed in Toronto and he would come weekends. But this house had this space, except for those windows. We put those windows in. They're perfect. Yes. North facing. Yeah. You never get the direct. Yeah. Well, it's not never enough light for me. But right. So I've been painting ever since here. I love it here. And you've been here since? 2000. Nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. What brought you to Amherst Island? Uh, Harley and Carolyn, they, uh, they sold us our house in Toronto, and they said, oh, you must come and visit us on the island. And then we knew Harold Redekop, who also had already bought land but hadn't built. And we came to visit in April. We stayed with Harley and Carolyn and came again in September for staying in one of their houses. And by November, <laughs> we had bought this place, and I'd moved in. So that's interesting. I'm always curious about pe how people find Amherst Island because it's just kind of goes unnoticed to most people, right? Well, exactly. And you come as you did because of friends. Yeah. And we brought Charlotte and Brian here, for instance. They yeah. came and visited and then they bought. Yeah. But uh, Mary Liz Best was standing on a street in Vancouver on a, at a bus stop. And next to her was another woman and they about her age and they started chatting and they were both going somewhere and one asked the other where are you from and Mary Lizbeth said well Amherst Island you you'd never know it and she says well yes I would I have a nephew living on Amherst Island <laughs> and it was Eric's aunt and they stood beside each other in up on a bus stop in Vancouver isn't that funny? It's a small world. Yeah, it is. I always say it's, uh, there's, you know, that six degrees of separation. Yeah. I say there's six degrees of Amherst Island. Yes. Only, only yes. it's about two. Like yes. everybody knows someone yep. who has some tie. And they'll say, oh, no, no, it's not, it's not Amherst. You're thinking of Wolf. No, no. I'm thinking of Amherst Island. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So back to your beautiful work. How has your subject matter changed over the years? Like, what did you start painting? I started landscapes, and they were all prairie. Large, large prairie landscapes. Because you were living in Minnesota. We were living in Minnesota, but we also lived in Manitoba for a while. And okay. when we were in Minnesota, we'd drive up. Eric's parents were in Manitoba, and family is up there. Yeah. And it's flat and beautiful. Yeah. And I did... Actually, it was Eric's father who first said, Oh, you're painting, Susan. Why don't you paint us a picture of the prairies? And at that time, I was painting only women. And I thought, doesn't he know that I'm just painting women? <laughs> but I thought, okay, I'll do this. And I painted him a prairie. And I never looked back. I kept painting. I do women still all the time. There's one right there around the corner. Right. That's probably, oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably from the modeling that we had, you know, that we had a, a class here once yeah. a week, which yeah. unfortunately is no longer, but 
maybe Chris will start it again. Chris Laffin. Are you yeah. going to interview him too? Uh, I hope to. Okay. This work is great. Yeah. Okay, so you started with women, then you went to Prairie Landscapes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that just grew to gardens. It went to gardens, then to large flowers, individual flowers. The birds came, and you, you can see it on my website, the birds came with, with one of my cats bringing me an indigo bunting in its mouth. And I'd never seen an indigo bunting in my life before. So but I knew what it was the minute yeah. I saw it, because it was brilliant blue. Yeah. And I got it out of it and I put it in the freezer. And then one day when we were drawing here, the group, Peter yeah. Large said, why don't you try some of these colored pencils? They're mm -hmm. so much fun to work with. And uh, I said, okay, what will I draw? And I was on. I thought, oh, I'll get out that bird and I'll draw the bird. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And I haven't stopped. And people bring me birds. Wow. Okay. Well, now I know where to bring a bird if Absolutely. we find one. Because, yeah. Actually, we, there was one last year. I wish I'd known. It was a little... It was a bit too young, though. No, I like them all. I like them all. I even have a skeleton. We have... Um, is it cliff swallows? Cliff swallows who who, um, who nest under our eaves. Okay, not a barn swallow. No, we have barn swallows, too. And there are tree swallows. And we have tree swallows. We have three types oh, of okay. swallows. I haven't seen the cliff swallows. Yeah, they're interesting. They have this uh, very telltale mark on uh, sort of between their eyes. Well, I'd love it because yeah. it's, it's one bird I haven't got yet. They'll probably come back. Okay. They come back every year. Okay. So if we... Well, you have to wait till it's dead, though. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Don't it was, kill it. It was sad. It fell out of the nest. Oh, okay. yeah. So no, the kids like found that. it. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, when I first got here, Susan showed me one of her... Uh, pencil drawings of um, a bird and uh, it, I just the detail is amazing incredible detail and pencils um, that's neat that that Peter got it got you yes. into drawing with pencils. yes and he's got me into using DeWent pencils I've been using leads and I can't find them anymore they're just very hard lead, which gives me the finest detail. Okay. And I've gone everywhere. I've gone all over the internet. I've gone, looked all over Berlin when I was there in every art shop looking for these leads, and I've written and called, and nobody makes them anymore. Oh, no. So now I'm looking for a very hard, hard pencil, and DeWent is the best, but it's still not still as hard not as there. I would like. No. That's too bad. So if any listeners know of a great, hard <laughs> well, I have, pencil. I have a lot of people say, well, we'll try this, and it's never the same. It's no. Never. That's too bad. Oh, that's the worst when yeah. you get something that you love. In so it. I'm trying to work with what I've got. Right. And your paintings, uh, what do you, what's the medium? That's all oil. It's all oil. Mm -hmm. Right. I wouldn't have guessed because uh, it's... Why? It, there's not a lot of texture. You're... you're yeah, I'm smooth. Yeah, smooth you're paint. very smooth. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> I don't think it's boring. I think it's beautiful. Even just this one with the clouds. I'm just like mesmerized. I find your work mesmerizing. Oh, thank you. Now, the other thing I used to do, which I don't do anymore at all, and I don't even think I could do it, is oil pastels. I'll show you some when we go upstairs. Okay. I did, I had a wonderful studio in Minneapolis, and, and it was a mess working with oil pastels. It's, uh -huh. it's greasy, and it's on your fingers, and it's under your fingernails rub it with my hand and it, you can use turf with it 
and I worked on paper. And that's mostly what I was known for in Minnesota, for the oil pastels. Really? I started oils just as I was leaving. But they're so messy. Yeah. So messy. Can't do it anymore. No, I don't want to. And any other mediums that you've well, gotten into? No, watercolor or? is difficult. Yeah? Yeah. I don't do that much watercolor. It just touches on drawing. Sometimes I do a drawing of flower and do a bit of a wash, but that's what it... Right, right. Interesting. So why oil? It's the easiest. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that. that makes sense. That's and you can go over it. And it doesn't dry as quickly as, as acrylics. Acrylics, my daughter uses only acrylics, and I don't know how anybody can use acrylics. They just dry, and then you can't work into them. But they do have a lot of colors. Yeah. Vibrant. Yeah. The last person who I interviewed, um, she's a painter, and uh, her husband, they own triart acrylics, so she... Okay. Does everything in acrylic? Everything in acrylic. And mostly in the, the seconds. The, the factory has yes. right. Oh, does she work large? She, can, she just does. yes, yeah. She just pours it on. Yeah. Oh, I like it. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. We'll take a quick break for our sponsor and be back with Susan Friesen. Now, quick word from our sponsor. Studio Stories is brought to you by Lens Lids, handmade hats and fiber art. Lens Lids knits and felts durable, windproof, and waterproof merino wool hats for women and men. Custom orders are welcome, so you can choose your color and your style in your size. Find us online at linslids.com, that's L-Y-N-N-S-L-I-D-S, on social media at at linslids, and the studio on Amherst Island is open by appointment. Drop an email to linslids at gmail.com or call or text 343-989-1550. Now, back to our program. If you're just joining us, this is Studio Stories on Amherst Island Radio. I'm your host, Lynn Weminga, and for this episode, I'm talking with artist Susan Friesen in her Amherst Island studio. Um, the, I see there's bookshelves and bookshelves and bookshelves. Oh. And on a first glance, they all look like art books. They are. are they? they are all art books. They were my father-in-law's. Oh, my goodness. And two years ago, he's at 95, they moved out of their house into an apartment, and he he said, but Susan, these are for you. And they're priceless. Yeah. What am I going to do with them? They are priceless. Yeah. It's a wall of art books. That's amazing. Yeah, there's four full, no, five. Yes. Those are not art books. Right. Those are five full um, bookshelves yeah. of art books. Everyone. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And so, do and you? They're beautiful. Oh, you, they give me inspiration, too. Yeah. And any influences that you sort of, or did you just? There are artists I love. Yeah. But okay, so. not really influences. So who do you love? Diebenkorn, Vermeer. Right. Good Dutch. Yes. Dutch Good Vermeer. Dutch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fond of Rembrandt. No. There's many Dutch painters in many different. Styles. And a lot of these you'll notice because they're my father-in-laws. They're all in the, there's Flemish. You see Flemish Hans Memling, yeah. Franz Hals again. Yeah. Um, Rubens, Van Eyck. It's it, yeah, yeah. it fits into a certain period. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Degas, I love. Yeah, you, you say Degas, and I think of the dancers. And so the women that you started with. Yeah, it's just I was interested in painting women and draw and uh, girls, my daughters, of course. So that's what I did. 
Do you do you have any of those upstairs? No, I. You know, I I sold mostly everything. Right. So. so I have some that my kids won't let me sell. Right. They're upstairs, and they of course all have their paintings of themselves. Right. That's that's wonderful. But that was my life too, because because you were raising them. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what I was doing. So you said that you uh, you work in the winter. You paint, or you I paint in the summer too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you have a routine? Is there no. like golden hours in no. the day where no. you're like, ah, now I have all the no. Except no. when Eric's gone, I paint more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes sense. And it's... he used to he used to live in Toronto and come here on the weekends and for the summer, and uh, and then in Ottawa and come here for the weekends in the summer, but. Then I got a lot done. Less. Now it's what's for lunch. <laughs> Less now, right? Although you notice we each have our own room. Yes, yes. Separated by... That's good. That's yeah. a good thing. We have the same in our place. My husband works from home. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But we need about, doors. You, need you have doors. doors. Yes. Doors. <laughs> like, when are we Although getting doors? Although the printer is in here, so he's forever coming through. Oh. There. And when I'm drawing the birds, which are very, I'm very precise, and he'll yeah. open the door... Yeah, I say you can't do that. You have to knock, even though it's glass. You can see what I'm doing. Anyway, I love to hear about what what are your tools of choice. And we talked about the pencils yes. that unfortunately you can't find any more of. Right. Um, any other tools of choice that you just can't live without? Or uh, no, I no 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 oils. It's Windsor Newtons are, are nice, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, I like I like to buy my canvases stretched now. I used to stretch stretch them all myself, yourself, but I don't like to do that anymore. Well, it's nice that you have, that you can, right? Yeah. And one of the reasons I left um, oil pastels is because they had to be, I haven't got one down here, they had to be framed and put behind glass. And that got right. to be very expensive. Expensive. Right. So now I just paint it on the edge and away we go. What would you say is the most challenging part of your work? finishing it <laughs> when I talked to Shirley she said there's two questions that people ask should I paint this and am I done <laughs> well the questions people always ask me how long did that take you no but of yourself right yeah yeah is it done I know I love the composition part of it I love the beginning yeah but then the rest is just a chore that's so sad. Except for the birds. I love doing that. Every fine... the whole process. Yeah, love the whole yeah. process. We'll uh we'll have to we'll post a a bird. A bird okay. if we can. Yeah. Because they're the detail is incredible. And that was my next question was what's the most fun part? What's the most enjoyable part? But it's the that, that detail I love. Yeah. That painting? No. I have to do something with it and I don't know what. Right. So it's, yeah, it's the finishing. Yeah. It's the, how do I, how do I wrap this up? Yeah. So you studied art. Where did you study art? OCA, o OCA Ontario College of Art, when okay. it was still that. Then it became OC OCAD, which I think is what it is now. It was in 80. No, we moved in 84 to the United States. So I graduated in 82. Right. And, uh, and... Any advice for people who want to sort of get started painting or think they might well, have a passion for it? I, I, it's just start. 
I thought what we did on the island with the life drawing was fun. We got islanders to come and that was fun. And one of the people who came was Barbara Hogenauer and she is now painting full time, which is, I think, wonderful. Yeah. Um, Diane Hyatt has just called me this morning about something called sketching. I don't know, it's a, I'm not too sure quite what's involved. But you form a group and you, you all sketch for a day and then you post it. You post online and you, anyways, outdoor sketching of some kind. And so she's going to start that. And that's a nice thing to do. And then you look at other people's work. And right. Even though I prefer not to draw outside and not to work with other people. I'm still going to do it because she's asked me. <laughs> so if people want to see your work, um, I have a website. You have a website? There's not much on there for sale. I don't have a lot for sale. Right. Ever. So, and I don't like commissions, but they can come here. Right. Certainly. So if people wanted to come here, uh, contact you yeah. and, and set up an appointment. Okay. You know, I'm to the point where I don't like to sell stuff. Really? Yeah. And why? If I like it, I don't want to sell it. And if I don't like it, I you definitely don't want to sell it. And the birds I'm not selling at all until I know what to do with them. I've sold three, unfortunately, but they were, I couldn't refuse. I don't know. I don't want to sell them. It's, it's whatever I get for them, it's not worth what I put into them. Right. Right. Yes. So much time and detail yeah. and and any thoughts about what you might do with them? Like, with the birds? Yeah. Not sure yet. I also have skulls, which you can't see. I have bird skulls. I'll show you them when we... They're, they're behind the geraniums over there on the wall. Okay. Uh, and a whole row of little ones. And I'm thinking of painting the skulls because they're this big and like this. Mm -hmm. Painting them really large. And doing something together. I've said for years, two years, three years now, I'm not ever doing another show again because I hate shows. And Eric says never say never, and I don't know whether I'm going to do it or not. But if I do it, it will be birds. And um, it will be a mixture of things. I don't know whether the birds need something more to them than just the drawing. Right. I don't For now, I just love doing them. And I don't do them all the time. I do a lot of other things, and I do a bird now and then, which is a nice way to break up. Yeah. yeah. Um, or as they come to me. Yeah. As, yeah, as the birds come I to me. I have quite a few sure. in the freezer still, which drives Eric absolutely crazy. <laughs> I bet it does. They're double-wrapped, and they're in a box, yeah, yeah. and they're fine, but... Yeah. And... Why are all these birds dying in your... I, I don't know. I actually had a budgie. I found a budgie on my windowsill. It had obviously flown into the window, window. on my deck. Right. It was lying there. It was a green budgie. I drew it, but it actually isn't an island bird, is it? Right. <laughs> no. Oh, so maybe someone's bird yeah, flew someone's away. bird. But yeah. it, it almost came to me. Yeah. That's... You would think... Okay, so I live in a house with a wall of windows. Yes. You would think that I would be... our. Yard you have a be... lot of dead birds, no. you don't? Well, you, no. you may. Do you have cats? No. No. No cats. Lots of birds, though. Yeah. Lots of birds. Just they're not hitting the window, I guess. 
Although we have had birds that hit the window, they usually just don't hit just, it that hard. They're stunned and then yeah. they fly off, I know. Yeah. I know. So. so, what do you do when you're not working? Garden in the summer. Summer, there's a lot of gardening to do. Yeah. Uh, in the summer and the winter, my kids gave me the uh, jigsaw puzzle. Right. Yes. Although that's addictive. I, when I start, when I can't. I, I allow myself one a year. I'm, a, I'm the same. I can't stop. So it's done. So I do that. I, I read an awful lot. Yeah. I do New York Times crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah, we're similar. Any uh, type of books that you love to read? Novels, no, thrillers, no, mysteries, nonfiction? Everything. Nice. Are you part of a book club on the island? No. I'm, I don't read that fast. And... Because I don't read that fast, I really just want to read what I want to read. Yeah, I'm a very slow reader. But that's because I don't sit down and read during the day, I guess. No, I, I don't I, love Oh, the fairy. The fairy. I'm knitting. Oh, knit. And lately I'm listening yeah. to interviews and editing. That's fun. <laughs> it is fun. I love hearing people's stories, right? I love it. So, anyway, uh, thank you okay. so much for your well, time today. Thank you. Season. I, uh, I really appreciate you giving me the time and the tour, and, uh, and hopefully we'll come and see you okay. during the art tour. Thanks for joining us, listeners. As you may have noted at the beginning of the interview, it was recorded back in March on the first day of spring. For the record, the other day I found a fully intact dead sparrow in my yard, which I immediately bagged and called up Susan to drop off for her to use in her pencil drawings. Check out cji.ca slash studio stories for art images, info, and links to Susan Friesen's website. Join us next time when I take a little detour on a trip to Toronto to speak with modern watercolorist Vera Bobson.